In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Please accept my resignation. I don't care to belong to any group that will have me as a member. This is Groucho Marx's joke. And as with all good jokes, much truth lies within. And the truth is that in all important communal efforts, be it family or work or church, we tend to see everyone else as the problem and we ignore the problem in the mirror. Marx's barbed humor may be timely wisdom in these post-COVID days of the Great Resignation. You've heard of it, where 38 million people left their jobs last year, and this year the resignations remain high. So before you quit your job, perhaps a little self-reflection would first be useful. And thankfully, if you are in the Armenian church, you have plenty of self-reflection in the 40 days of Lent, and particularly on today's Sunday of the Unjust Steward, which helps us take a good long look at who we are and who we're called to be. And if this leaves, uh, leads you to leave your job, then so be it. Join the great resignation. But it should lead us also, it should lead us also to join the greatest resignation, where we learn to hold loosely to the passing things of this world in order to follow our Lord and his ancient path to eternal life. So as usual in the life of faith, we should start with ourselves. Do you feel like submitting your resignation to your boss, to your spouse, to your priest, or to your bishop? Well, first remember Groucho Marx's words. If we think it's hard to work for our boss, to live with our spouse, to pray for our priest or our bishop, just think how they feel. We all are hard to love, and coming to grips with this fact is a main goal of our 40 days of repentance, which is great Lent. We're so far from perfect. We see the tiny faults in others, the speck in their eye, but we can't see the plank in our own. We walk around our homes, our work, our lives, as if we owned the place. Yet today's Sunday of the Steward reminds us that we own nothing in this life that is all on loan from God. So then let's take the first step in the greatest resignation and resign ourselves to the fact that we're all sinners who fall short of the glory of God. We are owners of nothing, just stewards. And truth be told, not very good stewards at that. And that's what today's parable is about. The unjust steward who will help us take the second step in the greatest resignation. The details of this story are complex. Let me summarize it for you. The unjust steward is what we'd call a manager today. And he hears he's about to be fired for mismanaging his boss's affairs. So he goes to each of his creditors and he writes down their debt so that he will have friends to lean on when he gets fired. What's that? You owe the boss a thousand? Well, here, take this. Now you only owe him 500. 
Amazingly, though, when the boss finds out, he praises the steward's shrewdness. Even Jesus raises up his example, not for his stealing, of course, but because he planned for his resignation by giving away wealth and power for relationships, for something greater. Jesus says it this way, I tell you, use worldly wealth to make friends for yourselves so that when it is gone, they will welcome you into eternal dwellings. So here now is the second step in the greatest resignation, to set our sights beyond the passing things of this world and prepare ourselves for the eternal things of God. How do we make such preparations? Well, the first thing we learn from the unjust steward is that we can invest in a type of heavenly insurance. Think about how many types of insurance we can buy for our home, for our auto, even for our life. And we spend inordinate time and money hoping to ensure our well-being in this life. What we forget is that we're insuring just a sliver of our lives. Just our mere 75 years, let's say, on this earth. Jesus is begging us, begging us to spend such time and money ensuring the full term of our lives which by his grace, as you know, is forever, eternal. We purchase this heavenly insurance not with wealth or possessions, but with love and relationships. And that's why the Gospels instruct us so often to do things that can't be paid back. Give alms to the poor. Forgive an offender. Serve without taking credit. For if we do good to receive good, our balance zeroes out. But if we do good that cannot be repaid, the balance accrues unto treasure in heaven. This applies, of course, to small acts of charity, but also to our work of our entire lives. The steward was praised because he held loosely to his position and power and was willing to give it away for the greater wealth of friendship. This relational wealth, we could call it, increases in value as we progress in life, and it becomes invaluable in the life to come. In his parable, Jesus calls this our friends in heaven, and he warmly invites each of us into this blessed fellowship. And so therefore, in these days of the great resignation, which has caused us all to ponder what we spend our lives on, let us heed the words of our Gospels to consider a greater resignation still. For thousands of years, the words of our Lord in the season of Great Lent have called us to resign ourselves from our self-centeredness, from our attachment to worldly possessions, and from fixating on a short span of our earthly years. This greatest resignation has always, followed, has always allowed God's people to follow, to follow their greatest calling as followers of Christ and heirs to his heavenly kingdom. Returning back to Marx's words, this is a group we should all care to belong to, for despite our unworthiness, the love of Christ and the grace of God privileges us to be members, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.